when we think about meditation or meditation practice, uh, it is more about uh, mind culture. Um, so this is something we need to understand. Uh, with the process of uh, evolving. Uh, in the out for the outside world, outside world, we um, in the outside world we talk about uh, civilized or more organized society. In the civilized or organized society, people, people are taking care of each other. Instead promoting anger and hatred or fear, Um, in the civilized society, people promote um, compassion, generosity, sharing. So if you really look at uh, the way how society is being evolved in the last thousand or thousand years, you can see that some society or in the past People value anger, revenge, or hatred. If somebody do something bad, that person deserves punishment. Now that's in the uncivilized society. Now this society means the way of thinking. It's about mind. What, what do they value in their mind? When people more value generosity and compassion, we recognize those people are in the better way of thinking. Higher, highly, higher way of thinking, better way of thinking. Now that's a result of a civilized one, evolved one. So when you talk about your just one lifetime, you can see how our way of thinking also even changing in one lifetime with less fear, with less anger. With less fear, anger, hatred, and with more generosity and compassion, your way of thinking is being uh, happening to um, change. And also you'll find more settled and calmer person. 
Just think about uh, in, in two different uh, people, how do they respond for something? How do they respond for somebody's argument? When you happen to have somebody who's against you, and say something against you, the way how uncivilized person would respond, or the way how uh, a civilized one respond is going to be different. More settled person would uh, respond in one way, unsettled one would uh, respond in a different way. Now this is about the society and outside world. But outside world being functioning due to those people's inside. So, what about meditation? What does meditation do? Meditation helps us to organize this evolution of mind. So, Buddha and enlightened world means more evolved way of thinking. In that, with that uh, developed or evolved way of thinking, they are, that their mind um, is full with compassion, full with gener generosity. What that means, it's not about them, it's not about only one individual person. It's not about um, anger. It's not about myself. We become smaller when we, when we think about myself. We become smaller when we just respond to our own anger or stuck with our own anger. People expand their way of thinking and the people expand themselves when they become the big world instead of just one person. So it is, that it is happening with our everyday action. Therefore, the meditator is having effort to overcome on self um, self-based attachments or ego or um, self-based greed. When somebody is talking about on self, myself, for civilized person, for spiritual person, that is um, that is not a good uh, way of thinking. So therefore, the civilized or so spiritual person always try to think about us instead myself. 
V instead myself. Um, so with our practice, with our way of thinking, we often better to better to check ourselves. How am I living? How much am I only promoting myself and surviving in with myself? That way you can see how much your mind have been evolved. Or how how much your mind have been exposed into um, this evolving process. So meditation practice is about cultivating those selfless qualities and recognizing these self-centered qualities and overcome those self-centered qualities. This has to be a continuous process. Then each time when you recognize it, you are taking effort to overcome that. So we are talking about uh, in the and the mind um, eightfold path. We talk about uh, um, harmonious effort. Harmonious effort goes with the mindful person. That goes with the four steps or four um, different uh, practices. The number one is this harmony with the harmonious effort. You are having the effort to promote the, this goodness and selflessness. Number two, you are having effort to not to maintain a selfish and self-centered practices or efforts. Number three, you are recognizing uh, those um, selfless or open actions, what you can do, then you are implementing, uh, doing, uh, you are introducing, implementing those actions. Number four, when you happen to introduce into that self, selfish or ego-based uh, life practices, you are having effort to not to promote it and not to practice it. If I repeat those four again, number one, you are recognizing what you have been doing, selfless, egoless activities. You are having effort to promote it and maintain it. Number two, you are being recognizing all these self, selfish, ego-based things what you are doing, 
then having effort to not to maintain it anymore. Number three, looking and finding those selfless, egoless things what you can introduce in your lifetime, then introducing those into your life, having effort to introduce the, those goodness. Number four, when you happen to introduce into those new selfish or ego-based, anger-based life practices, you are having effort to not to do that no matter what happened. Sometimes you find yourself, uh, you, are, you would do some strange things due to some challenge. You think, okay, this only this time I would have to be really think, uh, go with selfish or being selfish with myself. I also have to do this. So there you recognize, okay, now I am being selfish myself because of this situation. That's how we can introduce and um, this um, harmonious effort. With harmonious effort, you can see that huge changes in your life. That's how meditation works. Any questions or thoughts? Sometimes you run across people who will kind of push your buttons and you're a really good person, but then there's somebody who will come kind of push um, How do you maintain that? All these harmonious efforts. Mm -hmm. Person is really challenging. Well, uh, let me bring you an example. If you happen to have a wound on, on your hand, what do you do? You would have a plaster of it. You don't want to let your wound to expose into outside. Because you know those germs can get into your wound and make it worse. You would only do it if you know you have a wound. If you don't know you have a wound, you would keep it to outside and then all the germs will expose, your wound will expose into the germs. That will really uh, make your life miserable by letting go those germs. Mindfulness means you know there are wounds in your life. You just keep it close. Don't let other people to poke their finger into those wounds. When you happen to uh, walk by some people who has pokey <laughs> folks around, what you do, you would walk carefully because you don't want yourself get hurt by knowing they are really pokey people. Then when you happen to expo uh, exchange some words, you'll be very careful. Even you would not listen to those people and you'll stay away. You don't have to respond any words. 
That's how you use mindfulness to protect yourself. So then ultimately you need to uh, work on your wounds, not just covering it up, not just staying away. Now you have to realize um, this is something you can be treatable. Then find way to heal yourself. That's very important too, protecting yourself, then finding way to heal yourself. So that's how you can uh, deal with those. Sometimes you know, your weakness can be anger, your weakness can be anxiety, your weakness can be fear. So then if, if somebody knows your weakness is fear, somebody will poke into fear and will tell you things. And just think about if you have weakness of healthcare, then those people who know about it, they will keep talking to you about healthcare. And if somebody is concerning about security, if somebody has little kids and concerning about their some certain issues, then those people will keep talking about their. Uh, just simply think and how politicians are acting. They are finding people's common uh, wounds. They are trying to address those wounds in order to get people's attention into their way. So. Actually, number one would be knowing you have a wound. Knowing you have a wound. Then find a doctor. For a mindful person, that should be um, a noble friend who can help you, who, can, who would listen to you, or who would see, would be able to um, recognize those wounds and find uh, find way to um, treat it. Any other thoughts? I don't want to think about how often I walk around and um, I'm almost scaring Actually, that's another interesting thing, and you can see, uh, you know, there are some people, I mean, not some people, there are, you know, some, some issue that uh, we are dealing with sometime, and sometime with the pain, with the difficult pain, some people cut their hands, you know, cut their, so just look what is behind it. You enjoy it by hurting yourself, but while you are doing it, you don't know you are hurting. That person is really in the, head, the helpless place and don't know what else to do and trying to find comfort through that hurt. Same way. When you work with this wound, you want other people to poke into the wound and hurt you. That gives some comfort. The pain provide 
comfort. The simple example I use all the time, the people who eat spicy food, chili, they look chili for comfort. For somebody who can, cannot eat chili, they think it's hurt them. But uh, eating chili is really hurt. But we are enjoying that hurt. That gives you comfort. Eating salt also hurt. But commonly we enjoy that hurt. So if you really look at all these uh, you know, some movies, fighting and they are going after some revenge, then uh, even sometimes people coming out from the movie theater by crying, by saying, oh, it's a wonderful movie. If it is a wonderful movie, why are, why are you crying? If it is a wonderful movie, why you have that much anger? Oh, finally, villain is losing and Hero is winning. Just look and what is really uh, giving us power? It's an emotional buffet. <laughs> A common theme in conversation lately has been the concept of letting go, and people will say it, but once asked, like, how to do it, they come short, myself and um, discuss on how to do it. Mm. Is it breathing? Is it just observing as just a non-judgmental observer and just allowing it to pass? Actually, yeah, you know, uh, letting go, it's only two words, right? But it's a huge process. Um, this, is, uh, this is something, actually, this is something people have, cannot understand at all without, without meditation. Um, and even this is something you, people have, people cannot understand with one day retreat. It, it, it definitely has to be a few day retreat, you know, first of all, just to understand what is letting go means. So just think about how much that person has to let go to prepare themselves to come for a, come for a retreat. Not just environment, you know, if there are a lot of things has to prepare from inside mind. Then if you really have a strong mind, then you have, then you are only starting to arrange uh, your surrounding. Then the subtleness of practice of meditation help you to see this mind uh, clutteredness. Therefore, when people ask this question uh, outside the meditation, usually I don't talk about that at all. Because there's no, I mean, literally with, with, uh, with the words, people hear it, what is letting go. But you, it is not a practical uh, 
to explain or talk about it. Therefore, my advice is uh, if you are talking to non meditators, just stay with the small talks. <laughs> Uh, because there's no way of uh, explaining to them. Because this is something you have to you really have to understand with the practical experience. So, but for meditators, um, breath is one of the good example to go with. So, especially with the letting go, you can see that freedom, that freedom, the joyfulness come out of the freedom, that would be the result of letting go. When somebody can apply that with everything, even letting go of anger, think about the freedom that person have, letting go of anxiety, now this, this comes with, with certain skill. So without the skill, you don't know how to let go of this anger or anxiety or fear. With the training, you would learn how to let go of that. That ability you gain by uh, training your, yourself. So in actually, um, that's another thing. And in this part of the world, we use retreat the word. Uh, to describe running away from your life. So, but, you know, there's no any other English word to uh, describe what we meant by, by the retreat. So, when we use this term, we are using that term to describe that mind culture or training your mind or training your mind uh, throughout some uh, practical uh, courses that include the physical activity, that include the eating food, that include observing your mind, that include observing your actions, that include uh, uh, going with some thought process. Um, with all that com combination, we call it a retreat. It's, it's not really running away from your life, it's a finding your life. It's a process. With that process, people understand, somebody would understand what is letting go means. Yeah, it's a good thing. The you know, society is talking about it. Then only few will uh, uh, seek out. Okay, I think uh, today we can stop here and it's very good to see all of you. Um, enjoy the end of the fall. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.